Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Experience Our Industry podcast. I am very excited to be here today with Jack Elder. Jack is a 2017 graduate of our program. He is the Senior Community Manager at Mindspace. How's it going, Jack? Going great. How are you doing? I I am hanging in there. It is uh it is so great to to uh, hear your voice and and um you know our 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 listeners can't see you but I can see you. So good to see your face. Uh, it's been just a few years since you uh, since you graduated from the program and appreciate you giving back already here through this interview. You know, uh, we've all been through a lot in this country over the over the last week um, or or so with um with the storming of the Capitol, something that I uh, I never thought I would see in my lifetime. Um, our own people uh, attacking our government um, is uh, is something that I know. You know, in the midst of a global pandemic, in the midst of of uh, social and civil unrest with Black Lives Matter over the summer in the midst of wildfires out here in California and, and you know, the, the looming climate crisis. There's so much that's just been weighing on us over this, um, over these last, uh, you know, few months. And I, I was telling Jack, uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a week late in, in getting started in 2021 with a podcast. And as I was going over the list of invitees, I saw Jack name and I saw Mindspace. And um, uh, I don't know if you know this or not, Jack, but we, we teach a um, sociocultural dimensions of work and leisure that Dr. Schwab and I, it's a course that Dr. Schwab and I um, created. It's a general, uh, a general education course that where we teach mindfulness and, and, um, and meditation practices. And so seeing Mindspace and, and, uh, and, and you working for them, I thought, hey, that's great. We need somebody on for Mindspace here to kick off 2021. So welcome. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's, I mean, you know, obviously, like you said, a interesting time, but, uh, you know, hopefully we can uh, all get past it and we can just, uh, you know, talk about uh, some lighthearted sort of things uh, on the uh, other side of the spectrum. <laughs> That's right. That's exactly what we're going to do from here. So I appreciate that. And, um, you know, we're going to eventually get to uh, to Jack's job uh, with Mindspace. But those uh, who have uh, listened to podcasts in the past know how we we like to, to, to hear about where you came from, what, how you got to your to your spot. And so um, let's let's start with that. Uh, where'd you where'd you grow up? I grew up in a town called Westlake Village, uh, down on like kind of the outskirts of LA County. Like, I mean, I say like, oh, I'm from LA, but right. you know, I'm like a couple, like hundred yards away from the, the county lines of Ventura. So <laughs> um, just to give a reference, I'm kind of near LA. Gotcha. Um, and uh, it was a great place to grow up. I loved it. Um, you know, close to LA. I loved the... Uh, very close to the beach as well. And, uh, you know, just a very like quaint, uh, little town. <laughs> I was going to say Westlake village sounds very quaint. Is it, exactly, is, yeah. is it mountainous? <laughs> is it mountainous around the lakes or is it more around the lake or is yeah, it? Just... So it's a man, it's a man-made lake. Okay. And then, um, my, my house, we actually 
border up right into the uh, Santa Monica Mountains. Uh-huh. So right out, like actually recently, my family, we took out our uh, back gate and we just have miles to hike into, into the back, uh, nice. right out of our backyard. It's awesome. And I mean, nice. it's too far to go, but you could hike all the way to Malibu from there. It's, it's awesome. Right on. So like mountain lions and the whole nine yards oh, up in that I area, I bet, right? Oh my God. I mean, with the, you know, the lo- the lack of, uh, like traffic and like people out and stuff, the uh-huh. mountain lions are more active than ever. It's, it's crazy. I bet. I bet. Um, so, uh, so growing up, it must've been, were you, were you into nature? Were you, uh, uh, were you into sports or nature or, or drama or what, what was, what was your gig growing up? Yeah, I kind of, um, it kind of was all over the place. I liked Nate doing nature stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a big, I'm a big water guy. So oh. I, I mean, I loved the beach. Uh, I did like junior lifeguards all the time and just was out there like a ton. Um, not a big surfer. That's what everyone always thinks, but, uh, big, you know, just, just get out there and swim, kayak, nice, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then I also was a water polo player and swimmer. Um, oh, so right did that from like through middle school and, uh, halfway through college, uh, not college, uh, high school as well. Okay. Um, and yeah. And then I dabbled in a little bit of, uh, student council as I feel like most of our, uh, colleagues in the experience industry management, uh, major end up, uh, going that sort of route. Uh, in yeah. High school. So, yeah, uh, we do have a lot of leaders. You know, I have uh, a number of the, my podcast guests have, have mentioned that. Um, yeah, I think that's definitely something that uh, that uh, runs. Uh, there's a thread through experience industry management. I definitely think that's true. What did your What did your parents do when you were growing up? Uh, so my mom has been a marriage and family therapist for my entire life. I mean, her whole you know studied in college and through and through kept with it. Um, my dad has worked in a ton of different roles. Um, you know, he started his own tour company in LA, um, bunch of different sales roles at different companies. Um, and you know, just really like kind of takes a similar approach to what I kind of do is just finding, uh, you know, companies that really work well for him and where the team kind of needs him and, you know, just kind of finds a place that works for him. Um, currently works in like, uh, sort of the why it's a little bit complicated, but sort of the Wi-Fi business for okay. a lot of like, hotels and just larger companies as well. Okay. Okay. Very cool. Do you yeah. have any siblings growing up? Yeah. So I have a, an older sister who is a trained chef. Um, she's kind of been all right. over, bunch of different restaurants in the LA, San Diego, Chicago, New York area. Nice. Um, the, her biggest stint was in uh, Italy, the restaurant. I don't know if you are uh-huh. familiar with oh, them. Um, oh my God. Uh, um, yes. And I cannot wait to go back. My, uh, my buddies and I, we have a, um, we have a guy's, uh, a guy's trip that we do to Las Vegas every summer and mm-hmm. um, uh, park MGM is the last place that we stayed and mm. there's a, there's an Italy uh, there yeah. and is, have you been to the one there in Vegas? No, I haven't been to one in Vegas. It's insane. I mean, like, 
yeah i mean they're they're all just so cool i mean amazing concept it's very cool i didn't realize it was i didn't real. i thought that was the only one that's hilarious <laughs> that you yeah, said, i thought you were too, referring to the vegas one but you know no, you're not, not too many she she, okay. she opened up like the one in uh, chicago and oh, uh, cool and la as well so there's one near kind of closer to us that we've been you know we kind of go out to but she has three kids now gotcha. so it's kind of put on the back burner for a little bit gotcha. and my younger b- uh, brother works in the film industry oh, right. um he graduated from ucla uh, just a few years ago uh-huh. and um so he's like most in the industry right now are uh right. you know struggling to find a little bit of work so he's took took up a job uh doing uh covid testing and vaccines in that oh. doctor stadium at la so he does like a kind of supervises the site and they they actually just started uh giving vaccines today so oh wow looking up yeah change oh around. that's great that's great yeah. well yeah well that's that's great to hear that he's doing that important work i actually um Actually, the person I, I modeled this podcast after, uh, WTF, uh, Mark Marin. Have you ever listened to any of those? I, I have, I think, a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been doing them for a really, really long yeah. time. But um, but yeah, I've heard. I actually heard him talking about going to Dodger Stadium and, and getting mm-hmm. getting tested. Oh, and so, it's yeah, a massive operation. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then my youngest brother, lest we forget, he right. uh, is uh, a senior in high school right now. Oh, right. Um, yeah, so he's and he's a big, uh, big writer as well. So he kind of he's more into like the fantasy novel writing and stuff like that. Oh, uh, cool! And he's applying to schools right now. It's a super weird time to be doing that, of as course, I'm sure yeah. you know. Yeah, of course. Yeah, we what an artistic family. I love it. You've got a uh, you've got a little bit of everything. It must be really cool having a um, sister who's a trained chef. That must make holidays really cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, she. I mean, it's awesome, and we we she teaches us a lot. All of I our bet. all of our knife skills are a step up for sure. <laughs> <laughs> right, I bet. I yeah. bet that's awesome. Well, I really love that. Uh, so uh, so let's talk about. Um, let's talk about when you were growing up, you know, so, so leading into college, did you, did you, I I know obviously Cal Poly, you have to declare in advance, you know, Mm -hmm. so, um, and, uh, but, but I do meet a a lot of, of students, especially event planning students who like knew they wanted to be an event planner since they were like 10 years old or 12 Mm -hmm. or whatever. Right. Did you have that dream job when you were growing up? What, what, what did you think you wanted to be? No, absolutely not. It's, it's pretty funny. I, yeah, I, uh, I always thought it's, I was going to be like a mechanical engineer or, a like that was kind of my, from a kid, I always thought I really like building stuff, figuring out how stuff worked and, um, mm-hmm. you know, really like science. Um, as I got older into high school and stuff like that, I, uh, actually thought when I was kind of thinking about, Oh, what do I want to study in college? Um, I was thinking more of like the genetic engineering sort of thing, really interesting. And I kind of really liked like chemistry, biology, things like that. And, uh, and then it's funny story. My, so there was an open house, my, while I was kind of looking into schools and applying and my um, aunt was there and she talked to my chemistry teacher and said, Oh, Jack's looking into genetic engineering for his thing, uh, for his major. Um, like, what do you think about that? And she, and I hadn't told her my chemistry teacher that and right. she's like, Jack's going to be a, in a lab, like doing 
like with test tubes and like sitting by himself and doing that kind of stuff. Like, no way. Like <laughs> he is like, there's like, he, he needs to rethink that. She laid um, it out straight, huh? Yeah. Yeah. No. And my, and my aunt, she's a, um, she's the director of parks and rec at, in our hometown. Oh, right. She's been doing that. I mean, for years. So she's uh-huh. all over that kind of stuff. Uh, so when she said that, she's like, Oh, Jack, you got to look into doing something in that because I mean, your chemistry teacher is kind of nixing your <laughs> your engineering career already right. for you. I'm like, oh, crushing God. your genetic engineering dreams. Yeah, and I mean, from that point on, I really always kind of thought about like my job not as something like, oh, would I be good at this? Um, is this interesting? And you know, those are important things, absolutely. But I think I really shifted there into like, what is my life going to look like, and mm-hmm. how happy am I going to be? Mm-hmm. Um, doing what I do. Yeah. So that from there on, that really shifted. And then, you know, I, I, I knew I wanted to go to Cal Poly. And when I kind of looked through the list of majors and saw that that was a thing, me and my aunt were just like, so stoked. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah you know, Jack, I really appreciate you sharing that story. Cause I, I think it's a really important one. You know, one of the things that, uh, that that setting where we go to work, you know, mm-hmm. I've um, I've unfortunately had a few um, health episodes over the last few years and spent some time in, in hospitals. And and while I, while I admire and I respect those people, of course, right now that are on the front lines, the nurses and doctors like I could not imagine mm-hmm. that being my daily work. Like I could not go to a hospital every day, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think that's important what your aunt, uh, you know, what your, your chemistry teacher, like laying it out straight, you know, like, no, 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 I can't see Jack going into a lab every day, you know? And that's not to say that scientists, scientists grow to love that. And I, Mm -hmm. I think if you have that mentality, that is a wonderful place to work. Right. But for us in our offices, you know, when, when our offices are, you know, like a, a national park or, you know, uh, Dodger stadium or, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, a, a big convention center or a big hotel or something like that, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a pretty cool, it's a pretty cool industry to, to be able to work in. And, and so, uh, I appreciate you sharing that. Now let's talk about Cal Poly. What was the Cal Poly, uh, connection? Did you have any family members or, or friends or anything like that? Or did you just know about Cal Poly and, and, and put it on the list? No. So, well, growing up where I did, um, I had a very limited, uh, places, uh, that I was going to be applying to for schools because, the kind of in that same vein, I just, I really pictured where I was going to be opposed to, you know, where was the best place for me. I was like, okay, I can't apply anywhere. I literally didn't apply anywhere more North than San Luis Obispo. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Pretty much all in California. Um, so I, my, again, very limited, but I also, uh, you know, when I was doing tours around, liked a lot of schools, Cal Poly is one of like the last ones that I actually kind of visited. And uh, instantly knew it was the right fit for me. I mean, just kind of like driving on the campus, I was like, this is really cool. Uh, I, I mean, I loved just everything about it just felt right. You know, I feel like that's kind of how you really know that it's right for you. Um, yeah. I couldn't put words on it, but like, I mean, we, we finished our tour that we took um, and my parents, I just said like, yeah, this is it. So I'm like, I mean, right there, I decided, yeah, I'll just do early decision here. And yeah. I, in general, I'm kind of like, you know, maybe we'll talk about it later as well, but I, I really am like all eggs in one basket and just really 
full on commit. Yeah. Like, you know, give it the best shot to get what I want. And then if, if I don't, you know, make the start a new basket there or something, Yeah, I I just was like full on, I'm going to get, get in here. Right. I love it. I'm with you. I I applied to one. I've applied to three schools in my lifetime and I have three and I have three degrees. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm the, I'm the same way. In fact, I'm on, I'm on an email thread with some college buddies and um, we were, we were talking about some stuff and uh, one of the, one of the guys wrote, um, well, well, you know, Greenwood, uh, if he's, if he's going to do something, he's jumping in feet first, he's jumping in our head first, you know, yep, my, my uh, family yeah. says the same thing about me. Absolutely. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love it. So now uh, about your, uh, I guess, um, well, with this question, I, I think you've already answered it. It sounds like your, your parents. So with your, your aunt, um, having been director of parks and recreation, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine your parents were pretty supportive of your direction going, going in our major Were they, Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. They, no, no question. We, we all kind of, once we really thought about it, it was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this does make, cause the engineering thing, we were all kind of like, Oh, that does sound cool, but well, it's, you know, very different than what a lot of our family has been doing. So it would be mm-hmm. a different route. Um, and then it really, it just all really felt right. Right. Once we right. figured it out. Right. Well, well, so now let's, uh, let's talk about your, let's talk about your time here at Cal Poly. We'll, we'll start with the, we'll start with the big one. Is there, is there something, um, or, or a memorable experience, like one big moment that really stands out or, or, um, or anything like that? Um, you know, like, it's funny, like I was, I'm, I'm trying to think of one singular one, but like really whenever I think of like Cal Poly and I like think back like fondly of it it's like it's so weird because i always just think of like there's no bell that's being rung but like once the period it's the passing period and just like everyone walking out and like you see people you know and you're talking about like the people in your class you're talking about what we just learned or whatever like mm-hmm. it's just that like that's the stuff that i miss the most um and that's what really like stands out to me it's just like walking out of the ag building and then there's just everyone in this like amazing environment on this great campus. Like right. that, that's what I look back to the most. I right. That, that overall com- camaraderie. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you, you know, um, you, it, it's hard to imagine that 20,000 people, can feel so small, right? Exactly. You know, and, um, and uh, you know, I mean, I, I, you know, I went to UNC Chapel Hill, as you know, and that's a big, yeah. huge state school. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and granted, I had my, I had my niche and I had my guys and, 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 um, and gals that I, that I was tight with, but, um, and, and, you know, we had other things that kind of bonded us together, obviously with like the basketball and the sports and that sort of thing. But I really do think at Cal Poly, it's that, it's that feeling that we're all like in this little, this little bubble of paradise together. Mm-hmm. Right. And that it can Absolutely. be, you know, that camaraderie is, is, is pretty special. And, um, I, in fact, I was talking with, um, I was talking with someone yesterday and, and she's from, um, she's from OC, you know, and she said, the one thing I really love about Cal Poly is that, that, that people, people nod, people speak and people, 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people are friendly and, um, and she's like, it's not really like that in LA. I mean, in little pockets it is, but not overall. And so it does feel like this little, this special little place. So, so Jack, I know you were super involved here at Cal Poly and, um, and, uh, and whatnot. So why don't you, do you mind giving, um, our listeners just a, a synopsis of some of the things that, that you engaged in and that, and that looking back, you feel like really helped you to develop as a, as a, as a person and as a professional? Yeah. So, I mean, I, um, it's funny cause I kind of thought like <laughs> saying all this stuff would kind of reviewed like my later years, like really like when I hit that junior year thing, I really like changed my mentality and really wanted to be just more engaged in everything. I was kind of like the quiet, shy kid, um, you know, for a lot of my, uh, adolescence, let's say. And, uh, you know, I really found that like the only way you're going to get out of that, um, you know, that's a, that's a bad thing, but if you want to change something, uh, you really got to dive head first into it. Like we said, um, and you know, that's kind of what I did here. So, I mean, like every presentation and every class, like I, you know, I'll, I'll take the lead. I'll give us the intro and the closer and like do all, you know, do whatever, um, we got to do in any project, um, and really like took as many classes as I possibly could. Um, and then on the extracurricular side, I, you know, also was involved in Rofi Lambda, um, our, I don't know if we you know, say our experience industry management, um, you know, professional group, but yeah. we, uh, I, I also kind of look back with regret that like I could have done more, you know, like uh-huh. I, I kind of really got, um, you know, I, I was definitely involved, but like, I feel like I really thought like I had everything kind of figured out and like, this is what I want to do. And like, kind of, I got my tunnel vision from thinking like, I know what I want to do. Right. And cause I kind of, I, I kind of came in as a sports management concentration and I switched over to hospitality tourism. Yeah. Um, and I really, I really fell in love with it. And I just kind of, I started working at the four seasons over the summers and, um, you know, really just dove head first into that. And I was kind of just got this tunnel vision of, you know, this is what I'm doing. So if it's, you know, something that might not help me out in that sense, like I could probably focus on different things. Um, and I kind of regret it because, you know, I'm not, one, I'm not in that industry and two, <laughs> you, you know, you miss out on so many unique opportunities and things like that, um, that you could have, you know, taken advantage of. Um, and not that I didn't, like, I still went to, um, the tourism conference that we had in mm-hmm. Palm Springs, the, um, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it was, I mean, that was Cal travel was, or something like that. Yeah. Or... Cal travel. Exactly. That was one yep. of the great experiences that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, a ton of stuff like that, but, um, you know, really, I feel like I could have dove further into, um, different areas. And I feel like that'd be kind of a recommendation I'd have for people is to, you you know, even if you are in a certain concentration, you think that's what you want to do for sure. Explore it all. Like sample into different areas. Yeah. Because you never know what path you're going to end up taking once you come out of, out of this. Yeah. And, and, you know, when I, when I look at, when I look at what you, what you've done and, and, um, you you know, I know you, you worked with, with Cal Poly Corporation and got some experience there and, and, Mm -hmm. and then with Four Seasons and, and Apple Farm, um, you know, I, I do think it's valuable to be able to, um, 
to get into those environments and to see whether that's like something you want to do. Right. And, and, yeah. and, and, you know, when you're, when you're working as a front desk clerk, you know, you, you don't want to be a front desk clerk for 25 years, you know, <laughs> you're able to see what the managers are doing and, and, and see whether or not that might be your, um, your path. I mean, I remember when I was a master's student, I mean, I thought I wanted to be a sports information director mm-hmm. and, um, and I was lucky enough that the sports information director at NC state took me on and I was, I was like her, her right-hand person for, um, for NC state football games. And after one game, I was like, uh, there's no way I don't, I don't want to do what she's doing. That, that seems that seems miserable. <laughs> she was balancing like twenty different, like uh, really expensive, chi- uh, uh, really expensive plates. Yeah, uh-huh. you, know, you know, at one time, and I was like, no, yeah. no, 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 I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I totally understand. I mean, you really like even in those things, you really gotta, you know, you know, it's not even just checking off. Hey, that's something I don't want to do. You can take something from every experience is my mentality. Um, And you really got to not just like spin it for, you know, your future jobs, but spin it for yourself, really take a different mindset um, to whatever you've done in the past and, you know, look at the positives to kind of grow off of that. Right. Right. Now I, if I remember correctly, was Apple Farm was Apple Farm your internship? Was that your official internship? Yes, it was. So I was working for them for a little bit beforehand, uh, yeah. just a front desk agent. And then yeah. for my internship, they uh, bumped me up to a supervisor role because I could mm-hmm. work more full time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great because it wasn't just that. They really let me, um, you know, I had a couple, like a week in housekeeping. I had some time mm-hmm. in sales. Like I had some time I, I, in the food and beverage side, like all over, they really let me dive into everywhere. Yeah. Um, because that's what I wanted to really learn every aspect of the hotel. And, you know, when I thought I was going to be in the management side of hospitality, it's awesome to really get that full, like broad view of everything. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and I think it's important to highlight too, um, Jack, you know, I get, um, I get students who come to me, whether they're first year or second year, and they're like, well, I know it's too early to, to be thinking about my internship, but I wanted to ask you, and, and I say to them, no, it's actually not too early to be thinking about your internship. You know, you can, you can build and, and we, our students who are, are most successful are ones who, who build up to it, you know, who mm-hmm. aren't the ones who are scrambling for internships at the last second. And um, now don't get me wrong. I know sometimes you have to do that. I'm not criticizing people who, who have to do that, but that building like you, your example, I think is a great one that you had already worked there for six months beforehand. Mm-hmm. And then it was a, like a kind of a, a more seamless thing where they could, they would, could say, yeah, of course we'll, we'll let you, you can be a supervisor and get your internship through this process. So I love that. Yeah, so let's give me, the, oh, sorry, just to no, go ahead. Just say too, like to speak to your point, um, I, I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity to really dive into all the different aspects of the hotel and get that full experience that I did without that before. So you really can get more out of your internship. Right. You know, if you have that relationship built already. Yeah, absolutely. I could not agree anymore. So um, you, you then, and, and I didn't realize this, Jack, you then took a job with AEG. So AEG is, um, yeah. 
is in the sport and entertainment world. Um, uh, (laughs) A lot of our sport management students know about AEG. So AEG um, runs things like the Staples Center and LA Live. They have facilities all over the world um, that that they run. They have an entertainment division. They have a facilities division. um, And uh, I believe they also run convention centers. um, Mm -hmm. Aren't they? Uh, Yeah, they, they, LA, the LA Convention Center that's there at LA Live, I believe is managed by AEG. So um, tell us about that experience as an inside sales representative. Um, I know a lot of our students have a tendency to to look at it kind of like I looked at it, or I was like, no, 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 I don't want to be in sales. And um, not realizing that a lot of people start their career in sales and that pretty mm-hmm. much everything that we do in one way, shape or form in a capitalistic society mm-hmm. is, is sales in some way, yeah. shape or form. You know, your aunt who's director of parks and recreation, she's selling parks and recreation to the yep, community. Yep. You know, <laughs> me as a professor, like I'm, I'm, when I get in front of the classroom, I'm doing a sales pitch ultimately to, to yeah. make people <laughs> believe or not believe what I'm saying right um so uh so tell us about that sales position and how you got that um after apple form yeah so it was uh so after apple form actually i took a little hiatus after that uh, i did a little trip around europe um the nice. classic sort of thing you know nice. um found yourself more. yeah i mean uh, yeah exactly <laughs> it was a four month trip and i you know it really i came back and i um you know, I was, I, I geared up everything to work for the four seasons. I did my senior project on the four seasons and I was going to come back and say, Hey guys, I'm ready to get going here. Um, and I kind of just got like cold feet. I was like, I, you know, I can kind of jump into this at any time. Um, maybe it's, this is the time where I should kind of do something that I, you know, I, I came into the major thinking, you know, going my concentration in sports management because I, I love the Lakers and wanted to do something involved with them. Um, yeah. And it was the opportunity prevent, presented itself where I kind of had a somewhat of a connection in uh, the sales office in uh, AEG. Mm-hmm. So it, it was just, I just felt like it was a something I had to do. Um, so it was, it was a great experience. Um, it was definitely you know, a grind, like it was cold calling all day, warm calling, you're calling people for, I'm selling tickets and, uh, you know, VIP sort of access to certain events, uh, kind of all over Staples Center, LA Live, anything they're really doing there, I had my hands in. Microsoft Um, Theater and that sort of thing? Yeah, Microsoft Theater, all of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Even like the Galaxy, you know, pretty far away, the Home Depot Center. So it was, it was all over the place. Um, And it was, it was, I really learned a lot. Like I, I don't think anyone should ever look at, I don't want to say everyone should have experience in sales. Like, like what I only did that for eight months. Um, but you really learn a lot and appreciate what those people are doing. And you you really, um, yeah, I, I just learned so much that I never would have, if I just skipped over and went straight to hospitality Um, and it gave me a lot of like perspective, I think, um, the day to day, you know, it it was tough, like just a ton of calls all day. Mm -hmm. Um, but really like focused team and a lot of like smart people there that really taught me a lot of stuff. Um, realized, you know, I went into it, like that wasn't what I wanted to do. It was kind of just to shoot me into, um, 
you know, my next move, uh, right. probably more related to what my experience uh, in college was. Um, and you know what, once it was kind of like a, a eight month program that they do. Um, so once that was up, I was kind of in this period again, where I had to look for something else. And, uh, I don't know if we can move on, but I, that's what kind of shot me into my next thing. My girlfriend, uh, she, moved in, she got, uh, started doing Teach for America and got accepted in, uh, the Bay area in Oakland. Right. So that's kind of what moved me, uh, up into the Bay area. And I was very excited. I'm a little bit scared because again, I, uh, not a cold guy by any means, uh, didn't want to move <laughs> anywhere uh, above San Luis Obispo. Um, but, uh, you know, it's been awesome. And I've really like it gave me the opportunity to really like dive into something else. And, uh, you know, that's what led me to where I am today. Well, you know, I, uh, I appreciate, um, I appreciate you not embarrassing me, uh, from the, from the jump there when I, uh, was going through the thing about mind space, um, <laughs> because I, I think I have realized, I, I think I've realized that you're not working for a meditation app. <laughs> no, not quite. I, uh, I figured you would get to it and something like this would happen. <laughs> oh my goodness. I, uh, I, I, um, I think I, is there, is there a meditation app called Mindspace? Uh, I believe there is. Okay. Um, we do, we do get the confusion, uh, like that sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so uh, I, I can't blame you. I usually, uh, you know, wait till uh, the right time to let everyone know. Hey, we're, it's not we're not actually a meditation yeah. app. Well, yeah. well, hey, at least we got the at least we got the um, uh, the podcast uh, kicked off for 2021, right? And thinking yeah. it was the mind space. Well, we app. sucked in uh, all of the uh, yeah, all exactly. Of that are in meditation apps, and now just finish the podcast out. You got like not yeah. too much longer. Yeah, Let's come on, guys, keep listening, yeah. keep listening. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, if, if, uh, if people could see me, I, I like turned beet red, um, as, uh, as, uh, Jack was talking and I actually clicked on Mindspace, um, because I started like questioning myself. I'm like, wait a second. Like, um, and I, <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us Jack, what does Mindspace, uh, who you work for? What, what do the, what do you guys do? So we're actually a, like a co-working space, flex office provider. Um, so for those who aren't familiar, um, you know, the concept of co-working and flex offices is uh -huh. opposed to having, you know, a large sort of office, um, you know, that you would typically think of, you know, a company renting out a huge space for someone uh, right. for all the employees and kind of building it all out themselves. Um, we have pretty much like an already finished product here for them um, that does everything and it's all inclusive. So uh, you really can sign up and bring your team here and then everything is ready for you. Desks for everything from desks, chairs, filing cabinets to, I mean, you know, if we're just talking basic and co-working, having like coffee and things like that, printing mm -hmm. and all that available for you. Right. Now we're um, a little bit more of like a boutique um, co-working space. So we're not mm -hmm. one of those, the major, um, companies that maybe a lot of people have heard of. And that's why that's kind of what we, um, what we like, like we're, uh, provide, you know, a very, um, boutique, like specific product that a lot of people, um, really love. And it's, it's kind of, um, it, it attracts people that are really, uh, conscious of 
what they well, their employees' happiness. So we really mm-hmm. have like kind of a step up from a lot of other co-working providers, I believe. Um, and we really focus on employee happiness, employee engagement, um, and providing something that's going to help, you know, companies that are starting out that need to compete with, you know, like, why, why am I going to work for ABC startup uh, in, you know, out of their garage Right. If I can go do the same job for Google and work at, you know, this amazing office. So we kind of make it more competitive for those people and then really provide like a, you know, a fun environment for people to um, work out of basically. Right. Well, when I, when I pull up, um, when I pull up the images, um, you know, I, I can see space that looks like um, for meditation. So yeah. So, so that connection. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. So I kind of thought maybe, you know, yeah, yeah, you there you go. <laughs> a little bit of it. Um, yeah. So the other aspect of that was kind of the basic little bit, but really what we like, what my job entails, if it, I don't know if that's yeah, for sure. you know, where we're going from here, but uh, yeah, for sure. entails, it really is everything. So I kind of handle the whole, all the operations of the entire space. So that's everything from mm. I do have some sales that I do, you know, giving mm-hmm. tours of the space and taking people around. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just really keeping everything fun here. So there's a lot of event planning, a lot of event management, um, gotcha. we put on happy hours every week and we have tons of different events going on everything from, you know, professional networking events to we've done like, uh, like, dance party dance marathon things in the in the morning like with coffee and bagels and stuff i mean like it's it's i mean to like little cello concerts and stuff so i mean it's all over the place we really get a wide variety right and also have a lot of meditate we have weekly uh meditations and mindfulness events um one of our members here um it's this is kind of really the fun thing about is you like i have a member here who um is a freelance kind of does a lot of meditation wellness uh, practices. So we give him the space to put on events for not only our members, but other people around in the community that can come and, um, you know, sit in and he does a lot of like lectures or just come in and uh, every Wednesday we do a meditation um, and we do yoga classes every once in a while. Like it's, it's really the, the great thing about this company is we really each location you really can tailor uh, the experience to the community that we've built. So the people that are in here, whatever they're going to want, we're going to, we're going to bring something for them to make them want to come into the office and make it, you know, it, it's make it a good a place where they don't want to work from home. So it's going to be, it's right. kind of is going to be, you know, maybe not this time when the offices are a little bit shut down, but coming out of this, um, we're thinking that flex offices and co-working spaces in general are going to be, a huge success and a need for a lot of companies because it's going to be this kind of in between between, you know, no one's, not a lot of people are going to be coming in nine to five every single day. Right. Um, and you know, you're going to need to draw people away from the work from home because they've kind of already established like, Oh, I can do this. Uh, why would I, you know, why do I need to come into the office? And you really, it's, it's to build that camaraderie and, yeah. build, you know, just like, make it so that you're getting more out of the office than just, you know, Oh, I can, I can really, I can talk pretty easily to the person next to me and we're a little bit more productive, making it something that's, uh, you know, going to better people's lives. 
Right, right. Well, yeah, I was going to say like really, um, really uniquely positioned um, here um, coming out of uh, coming out of the pandemic. And, um, and that's, uh, that's, uh, that's really amazing. And it looks like you guys have like uh, almost 20 offices worldwide. Um, yeah, actually, we have th- we're opening up our 33rd location uh, oh, in wow. Philadelphia. Yeah. So it's, we're in about uh, roughly 20 cities. So there's multiple in multiple um, cities. So the company is actually based out of Israel. Uh-huh. Um, that's where it's founded in 2014. It's the first location was open. Um, uh-huh. It expanded all over Europe. Um, so there's a lot of, in the spaces, a lot of kind of that European um, kind of uh, inspiration in the design, um, mm-hmm. which people love. Like it's a very uniquely designed and, uh, you know, the, the space looks great. That's that's kind of our, one of our big, uh, you know, takeaways that a lot of the clients that we have and the people that tour our space say is it just looks like a, it's a beautiful place to be. Yeah, well, that's what I was gonna say when I when I pulled up the images and and realized that <laughs> you're not the uh, Mindspace uh, meditation app. I yeah, I was real super impressed with the design and and layouts and looks like an amazing place to to go to work. And um, uh, I did feel like I recognized. Is there another? Is there another Cal Poly grad working for you guys? I feel like I recognize one of the women in the uh, one of the pictures, but uh, I- I'm sure you guys have a ton of employees. So <laughs> you're like, I mean, not we, that I know of. <laughs> but well, uh, you know, in the U.S., we're actually a really small team. We're only about ten people, so not in the U.S., but maybe internationally. Okay. We have a okay. lot of people that travel all over, um, and then also on our website we have pictures of our members. So um, you know, it could be someone that I didn't know was a Cal Poly grad, and you know, right. Right. Here in San Francisco, DC or Philadelphia or something like that. Right, right. Well, you know, I, I, um, the one thing also, uh, Jack, I I love about uh, what you're doing is that, um, you know, when we made this, when we made this shift to experience industry management, um, obviously we were doing it because we felt like it was going to be a benefit to our students. You know, our students ultimately, uh, I'm going to be on a panel here in, um, next month, um, with, uh, with some academics and, um, who are pretty skeptical of this move that we've made. And, um, and so, yeah. And so it's going to be, um, you know, it's going to be kind of interesting. We've had a number of, of, um, we've had a number of, of academic, um, uh, academic institutions who have, um, have followed us or helped us to blaze this path. And there's a number of other ones that are considering it, but there still are some who are like, no, 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 you're, you're selling out to the corporate. And, and it's like, you know, well, um, number one, no, we're not. And number two, (laughs) we're number two, we're, we're following what our students were doing, what our students where our students were leading, you know, um, uh, the, the minute we had a student come to us and say, Hey, look, I'm trying to get this corporate events job and they're grilling me and saying, why should I hire a park ranger? Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's not fair to me. We got to make a change here and let people know that that's not, 
that that's not our brand, right? Recreation yeah. parks and tourism is important and there that is part of the brand, but that's not the brand. And so exactly. the experience industry management thing opens up that umbrella, right? And so that, you know, what you're doing as, um, you know, as uh, what, what's the official title? Senior community manager, I think community it is. Or, yeah. or mm-hmm. uh, yeah, senior community manager. And yeah, I just love that. And, um, you know, people are starting to hire experienced design specialists and, and, yeah. um, and well, we're hiring for, we're also hiring for um, community experience managers. So I was in that role for a little bit as well. So yeah. I mean, those people are, I, I'm kind of a little bit more focused on the sales stuff uh-huh. um, and the, you know, kind of back end reporting for our HQ. Um, yeah. But the, I mean, the community experience manager, I mean, if I saw someone come out of Cal Poly it, with the experience management, uh, I mean, that's exactly what I'd be looking for because they, exactly. like, it's, it's, it's a huge deal. Like it's, and it's yeah. at every company. Any, I mean, not every company, but a lot of large companies now, uh-huh. companies, um, yeah. even even you know smaller than you would think, they have people that are directly focused on you know making the environment and the, the, everything that that the company does uh, make people happy and engaged and want to mm-hmm. keep working there. And it's it's a that's a huge aspect that so important. You know, again, would be would be kind of lost if you don't have that sort of umbrella term. So I completely agree that it like I can tell you that it directly has benefited me uh, with the the name change. Um, you know, if that helps in the panel at all. Yeah, yeah, um, and you know, I, also, I mean, I'm I'm sure you've thought of these kind of things, but you know, other majors, business major, communications major. Um, you know, they those they're they're umbrella terms, and you know, really can be spun into many different ways. So, um, you know, kind of cornering yourself at the beginning is like you said, is a, is a tough thing when you're looking for, um, when you're looking for jobs and you're trying to explain, you know, where you, where you kind of came from. And that's really what it's all about to explain the education that you had. Exactly. And what you can bring to the table. And, and obviously with Cal Poly, we have that advantage of learn by doing, and that's a, that that's an advantage in and of itself that's built mm-hmm. in, but I, but I really think that our experience industry management approach is is something that can, you know just benefits our students in being able to ultimately get a job in any in any area. And mm-hmm. you know, I know a lot of our um, a, a lot of our listeners obviously are are, are current students um, or or might be you know young graduates like yourself who are who are struggling and maybe maybe have lost a job in the experience industry. Um, do you uh, do you mind? Uh, let's go out like you said. Uh, let's let's move towards the positivity and the optimism. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you see? What do you see uh, this this year for not only for Mindspace but for but for the experience industry and, and what we do. And um, do, do you have optimism? Do you have, uh, or, or do you have some positivity you can bring our way along those lines? Absolutely. I mean, I, I think it'd be crazy to think that uh, the experience industry in general as a broad, you know, sort of term is, is not going to have some, is not going to be come back booming. I mean, everyone's sort of craving, experiences in any, I mean, you know, in mind space and coming into the office and having, you know, just interactions with people to traveling. Everyone wants to be traveling and go to sporting events and events and things like that. I mean, all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, it, everyone is craving that sort of thing. And, you know, it, things will look different. And for the people that, you know, have lost their jobs, it's, you know, terrible, terrible that it's been going on this long. Um, and, you know, really want to 
come out of this as soon as possible. Um, you know, the, the bright side is, is that we're going to come back with, you know, a a ton of new jobs are going to be opening up with, you know, the economy and things coming back. Um, and people are going to be, there's going to be a demand. So I, I would be completely optimistic and, you know, maybe, maybe to keep you going right now, you don't get a job that's your dream job and is setting you up, you know, directly for what you want. But I mean, I said it earlier, get something that, you know, is going to get you some valid experience and something that's gonna, you know, you're going to be able to take something from and build a skill. Like even if you just go into sales, you want to build your ability to talk on the phone and draft emails and just talk to people like go, go do that or go, you know, find something that's not maybe your best skill and develop it and Work on figure it. out a way, you know, come on, come out with something out of this that is going to, you're going to be able to say, I'm better out of this because of whatever. And, yeah. and that's, that's like the best advice I could, I could give. I probably. I love it, Jack. I, I, we're going to we're gonna end on that note, and I really appreciate that positivity and really appreciate um, you uh, you sharing with us. And I, I appreciate your sense of humor and, uh, and, um, and helping me through this, uh, helping me through this uh, rough period uh, that, that we've all experienced. And um, I, uh, I, I, uh, I appreciate your time today and um, just want to say thanks. No, I, I equally as much appreciate you reaching out to me for this. Um, you know, it's, it's an awesome opportunity. And, uh, you know, I think good, good luck on the panel coming up. I, I really hope that uh, I you know, nothing that. changes because I, I, I agree this has been in the, my whole college experience and the changing of the name and everything included is yeah. been amazing. Yeah, I, I should clarify. Yeah, the panel is just it, it's just a, a group of a- academics from around oh, the, gotcha. from around the country and they just invited me because of the experience industry management. Mm-hmm. But but the guy who's organized the panel is uh is someone who has criticized uh what, oh, we're, like, what we're doing and and so yeah, I, I feel like he's kind of setting me up a little bit, but uh but at the same time I appreciate that he wants to open a dialogue and so yeah. um you know, we uh we have been able to share along those lines despite his criticisms of of what we've been doing you know and and you know like I like I have said a number of students have heard me say this like um I I've been here for for 16 years and um never before um in, in those previous years when we were just recreation parks and tourism don't get me wrong we were still very successful um but we've not experience anything like we've experienced these last few years of experience mm-hmm. industry management it just resonates with everyone awesome. and um and so yeah we are going through one of the darkest periods of of that that this industry has ever known um but at the same time that th- that's the thing that i love talking to um to, to people like you who are working in um for companies that wouldn't typically, you know, would not have fallen under the recreation parks and tourism umbrella. Mm -hmm. But when you look at the experience industry umbrella, you absolutely (laughs) are in, are are doing something that absolutely falls under our umbrella. And that's what I love so much about it. And like you said, 
almost every company from small construction firms to banks to um to uh flex uh workplace providers you know uh are hiring people who are designing experiences and working with events and and it's it's just great i just love it so thank you so much i really appreciate it thanks for kicking us off in 2021 i appreciate it take care absolutely thanks thanks again say hi to dr rue for me all the best i will i will absolutely See ya. All right, bye.